Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Couple XY Podcast. I'm Rosie. And I'm Brian. And this is the podcast where we drink and talk about stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm a little out of it today. It's been a long day. It has been a long day, yes. You've been driving pretty much all day. No, I had a two and a half hour drive, but I did. I was up early and went squirrel hunting. Oh, that's right. When did you get up? Uh, we got up this morning at 5 a.m. Mm, okay. We uh, went out and walked a couple of miles through the woods. Yeah. And uh, killed a couple of squirrels. Just a couple. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really a successful hunt. Uh, yesterday was windy. Today it was nice, but we just didn't see a whole lot of squirrels. Uh, killed a hog yesterday. Mm-hmm. I shot a hog yesterday and killed it with my, my little twenty two rifle. <laughs> They're an invasive species, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, uh, that was my day. How has your week been? Oh, and you got to pull ticks off of me. I did get to pull ticks off of you. Two of them. One was in your armpit. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't done that in a while. You haven't had ticks on you. I don't think you've ever pulled a tick off I've, me. I yeah, I don't think I've ever pulled a tick off you. You've never had a tick. I've tried to pull a tick out of your dad's belly button, but it was too much, too lodged in there to get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm doing something exciting. I I started it last week. Um, I am training to become a front-end web developer. Awesome. Which will be good for my career. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, doing that. Uh, codeacademy.com is legit. This is not a, uh, an ad. They're not sponsoring us, but, um... It's 360 bucks for a year subscription, and you get to learn probably two years of curriculum in uh, a, year's t- a year's worth of time, um, or nine months if you're dedicated to it. So it's, uh, it's really cool, and um, I'm enjoying it right now. All right. <laughs> I don't know if I'll keep enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it now. It's very fascinating. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we went to your dad's this weekend mm-hmm. and hunted, and I laid around and read and slept, uh, hung out with the doggies. Only had one dog fight. There was one dog fight. Uh, my, our little Pugmaranian always got a big attitude. Yep. And uh, the cur, Catahoula cur that my dad has. Um, it was literally like three times his size. I would say closer to four. Yeah, just gigantic clumsy thing oh she's actually not very clumsy she's just she's got big paws she's just big and her tail is constantly wagging so she's just like bumping up against stuff all the time and i think uh, he tried to take her food that was on the ground and she did not appreciate it yeah and she told him very quickly you're not going to do that yeah and i think if he wouldn't have quit kept trying to snap back at her it would have been over but he kept snapping and she kept Pinning him down and not hurting him, but no. she was definitely on his ear. Like, yeah. she, but she wasn't clamping down. Yeah, she was. She didn't bite. She didn't draw blood. So anyway, it was just the there was dog fights. That fly, that dog flew. fights are always a thing. Dog fights are yeah between those two. Yeah, and it's it's never fun to see your dog get in a fight, especially when it gets ass whipped all the time. <laughs> yeah, because he's tiny. He's tiny. He's not. A, he shouldn't be fighting. No, he shouldn't have a little toot. Uh, he's just cower like a little like the little dog that he is yeah and just get out of the situation but I mean, you doesn't. don't have to cower against guys his size but uh you know I, i'm not going and trying to fight brock lesnar it's true 
Oh my god. Uh I remember somebody the last UFC um uh match. Yeah. Last UFC match that I saw was um Brock Lesnar versus uh I can't remember his name. Okay. He was like one of the legends or whatever. Anyway, that's not the point. Um Brock Lesnar beat him because he was literally twice his size. And the guy said, that's a big son of a bitch. At the, at the end of the match, after he was uh, being, when he was being interviewed, it was really funny. It's, it's kind of a funny thing. Like, um, UFC's funny to me because they still, they still number them. Yeah, even though they're on, like, what? 200? 268 yeah. or something? Yeah. Um, I wonder when they're going to stop numbering Super Bowls. I don't know. How many Super Bowls have there been? Over 50. Okay. Um... I don't know. I think numbering them, like they, because you know that there are people collecting data on like Super Bowl wins and everything, and you know there's there's FanDuel now, and so there's like Fantasy League and all this stuff. So I don't think they're ever going to stop numbering them. Okay, you know it's the only thing they number, right? The, the, like the World Series, it's not like World Series forty eight. You know, well, because the NBA Finals, they don't do this do it either. Yeah. It's only the Super Bowl, I guess, because it's a one off game, maybe. And yeah, it's like nothing, no other sport in America is as big as the Super Bowl. So, No other sport in America. As big as as football. As big as football. American football, excuse me. Okay. Um, All right, so um, let's go ahead and, uh, guys, we didn't do this at the beginning, but like and subscribe. Rate and review. Um, Please tell a friend. If you want to contact us, you can email us at couplexypodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Or message us on Facebook at Couple XY Podcast. Yeah, message us. Let us know if you have an idea for a show you want us to do or if you want us to answer a question on air and uh, anonymously. Or we can call you guys out. Like if you want to say, hey, shout out my username or whatever or your, yeah. or your stuff. Or, you know, if you're doing something that's really cool and you want to, like, advertise it. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And we know we'll, you. We'll throw you a quick a quick line. Yeah. Uh, we really have no, we have no qualms about it. You know why? It's our show. Yeah, it's our show. We're not we sponsored. Yeah, we're not sponsored. We don't care. We can do whatever we want. We just <laughs> we haven't been banned yet for anything. Truth. I don't know, man. We'll see. Okay. I mean, you know what could get us banned? If, what? If we're the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Today we are going to do another episode of AITA. Yep, because we really didn't have anything prepared this week, and we just got back into town today. Yeah, we And we're both kind of a little congested, so sorry about, like, sniffling into the Am mic. I congested? You just sniffled hard. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I did it away from the mic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for uh, everyone that had to hear that. Yeah, we, we, uh, we have fall pollening. Mm-hmm. I'm not really allergic to anything, but, yeah, I guess it's bothering me. All right, so uh, we on a, we're going to go through these and, uh, I don't know, look at some and talk about it. And I'll go it. ahead and set a timer. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, one hour. All right, let's see how many we can get through in an hour. All right, how about we do number four first? Oh, oh, we're doing a ranker list, so if I say number four, it means nothing to anybody other than us because they're ranked... <laughs> AITA for leaving menstrual pads in a visible place in the bathroom. My husband, 30, his friend, 30, and I are currently on vacation sharing a rented apartment with just one bathroom. 
Yesterday, I got my period and bought some pads. I left them on the bathroom counter in a semi-sheer bag where they weren't even visible. However, my husband thought this was inappropriate and could make his friend uncomfortable knowing that someone in the apartment is bleeding. I argue that menstruation is a natural process and should not be considered gross or dirty. Women shouldn't be shamed or stigmatized because of it, as this has historically caused women to suffer. My husband didn't respond, but I'm still wondering if I was in the wrong for leaving the pads this way. All right. Um, geez, man. Why? Why? Yeah, when I read the headline, I thought, oh, like she left like bloody pads in the trash can visible for people to see or something happened. Yeah. No, these are just, this is just a pack of clean pads. That he just probably was, he was like, hey, you know, might make him feel uncomfortable, put it under the sink. And she, I think, is making it something that it, isn't I think she's kind of making this uh, uh, mountain out of a molehill. He when he when she confronted him, he didn't even say anything. He just like went on about his business. He didn't get mad. He didn't be like I want a divorce. He went about his business. So I think she's be she's reading too much. I think they're they're I think the I think he's out of line for being uncomfortable with it, and she's out of line for being as upset as she is with it. So like it's. It's a, it's a freaking, it's a, it's just a package. Right. Of, it's like, it's like toilet paper. Like, okay. okay. Uh, I understand. And he himself was more or less just like, you know, hey, uh, um, it could make, you know, Billy feel uncomfortable. Um, maybe Billy, maybe he, he, it's his friend and he knows like his friend gets grossed out about that kind of stuff. But, or maybe he doesn't, or maybe he thinks he might, or maybe he was just trying to be not, you know, said, hey, you know. Look at it this way. He doesn't seem like he was out of out of pocket on it. Um, some guys, you know, it is kind of gross. I really don't like to talk about it. <laughs> women are women are much more comfortable talking about it than men are. Yeah, because it happens to us, right? Um, this is a grow up and shut up thing for me. Like y'all are grown men. You know, women menstruate. You know that this is a thing. Like. It's not a big deal. Okay. I guess we <laughs> could just disagree on this one. I mean, it's not a big deal. I just don't think, I don't think he was out of line. It'd be one thing if it was like a bloody tampon on the floor, but it wasn't. Okay. It was just a bag of pads. Just a clean bag of pads. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just like, really, is it that big of a deal? For anyone, no. But like, yeah, like, should, I don't think it's a big deal for him to bask, and I, I don't think it's a big deal for, you know, I don't feel it's a big deal either way around. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't seem like he made a huge deal about this. He asked you to do something, and you're kind of making a mountain out of a molehill a little bit by even, like, posing this question to the internet. Either A, put them away, or B, don't put them away. But when you said something about it, he didn't confront you back and say, yeah, it is gross. Go, go to the edge of town, woman, while you're on your period. You know, he just, he didn't say anything. Mm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a male equivalent. The only thing I can think of is if the friend left his box of condoms on the counter. Okay. And if you were like, hey, can you, you know, tell Johnny I don't want to look at condoms, put them away. And Johnny was like, safe sex is part of life. They're staying, boo. (laughs) 
I guess that's kind of the same thing. Um, there's really no male equivalent to menstruation. Um, it's it, it's really a, it's it's it should not have been this big of a deal. I, I don't for think any you, party. Yeah, I don't think you go to the internet on this one. No. I think you're, you're, you're I, yeah. I think you just want to tell people to normalize having a period, and this was your way of doing it. Well, you should. It, periods should be normalized. Okay, I, I have. I don't really have a response I know you, to that. You don't like talking about this because you think it's gross. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. It is gross. Okay, but we're clean about it. It still doesn't mean I want to talk about it. Okay. I mean, like it's just something I don't. I don't care. Oh, you do care. I really don't. You really do. <sighs> it bothers you, so you care. No, I don't. I don't care, so I don't want to talk about it. Like, I really don't. Yeah, it, it, if it grosses me out or if it doesn't gross me out, I just really don't care. <laughs> like, you can never tell me this stuff. Like, you know, I, and you know, the crazy thing is, is after I had a daughter, it's it's really not that it's easier when you have a daughter than when you have either a wife or like a sister. It's grosser with wives and sisters, I think. Yeah. But as a daughter, I'm just like, yeah, I'll go do whatever. She's like, I need, I need tampons. Okay. I don't know what kind of gets you. <laughs> I FaceTime her and just film the thing. And I'm like, tell me when to stop. <laughs> All right. All right. Next one. Where do you want to go? All right. Um, yeah. Let's see. Up or down? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Down. Okay. Uh, oh, number seven. Oh, right. Okay. AITA for temporarily lying to family and friends to, tra- to trap a flying monkey slash enabler. All right. Well, I'm sh- they're going to define flying monkey in this, right? I think so. Okay. I, 36 female, have been... No contact? No contact with my narcissistic, emotionally abusive parents for a year now. Oh, it, it was letters. That's why I had to chime in. It's not that she doesn't know how to read no contact. Oh, yeah. It's, it was NC, and I was like, I don't know what that is. Uh, but, yeah, no contact, NC. I changed my number ages ago, but someone had been giving them my new number as they recently attempted to make contact. I'm only in touch with my with four mutuals, my sister, my aunt, childhood friend, and cousin, who is not the child of the aunt in question. Before I changed my number again, I wanted to trap the rat, <laughs> in parentheses, tell each, tell each one of them a lie and see which one gets back to my parents before changing my number so I don't accidentally give it to the rat. Remember, these are all lies. I told my sister... I'm having an affair, warned husband of this ahead of time, he's in on it, told my aunt I think I might be a lesbian, parents are very homophobic, told childhood friend I think I'm pregnant, and told my cousin I'm moving back to my hometown for a job. Didn't take long, three days later, get a text from my mom about how excited she is I'm moving back and it's the perfect time to bury the hatchet. Cousin was busted. I had changed my phone number and cut off contact with cousin and gave the other three my new number and told them the situation that these were all lies and I had to catch the rat to see who was giving info to my parents. Aunt and childhood friend understood, but sister, while she wasn't the rat and never told my parents, thinks I went too far and is upset with me for lying to her and insulted I think she'd betray my confidence. I told her I had to do this to protect myself from people who were leaking information. AITA. Yeah. Not only are you an asshole, but grow up and learn how to deal with your, your narcissistic parents. If Like, you either cut it off 
have no contact or just you know, she you did know. have no contact. Yeah, but like when the when a number comes across, either that you don't know or you know it's your parents, who cares? Just send it to voicemail or don't don't do anything with There's it. There's a very elegant solution to this, and that is to block the number. Okay, you don't yeah. have to keep changing your number. Just block that fucking number because your parents aren't changing their numbers. True that. Um, this was pretty diabolical and genius of her to come up with all these, <laughs> all these excuses. Right. Um, but you also are saying right now you don't trust any of the people in this circle. Truth. And you didn't go to any of them and say, hey, you know, I, my parents keep getting my number. These are the, y'all are our connections, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I, I don't, I don't want them to have my number. I don't want them to get my number. I don't, it, I, no, 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 no shame on you. No shade, but like, don't, don't give the, don't talk to them about me. I don't want them getting information about me. I want to not, you know, be nothing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, parents actually wanted to bury the hatchet and stuff like that. And, you know, hey, some parents are narcissistic and that can be difficult and I understand that. Um, but it where where I have an issue with it is it seems to me like you didn't give a person an opportunity to even talk about it. You just trapped them and called them a rat and thought they were a horrible person mm-hmm. and blocked that person. So yeah, and like if I was in this situation, I wouldn't have done that. Um, I I do go no no contact with one parent, um, and but I wouldn't have tried to trap someone. I would have probably sat down with each one of them and been like, "Look, are did you give my number to my parents?" Yeah, like, and, and please don't do it again. Yeah, you know, and, and then if it's happening over and over again, then it's it's a different thing. Like if you've gone to these people and said, "Hey," You know, don't give my new... I got a new number. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this has happened several times. Apparently so. And apparently, um, blocking them doesn't work, or she just doesn't know how blocking works. Uh, maybe. Because, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, like, I wouldn't... If it had been me, like, I wouldn't have been changing my phone number. I would have just been blocking the parent's number. Mm-hmm. And it's really simple. Really simple solution. That doesn't involve you changing phone plans. Yeah. For, um. Supposedly. Maybe. Um, so, yeah. It's just... Uh, I'm like, She says, my narcissistic, emotionally abusive parents. Um, we don't know the extent. Um, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that her mutual acquaintances with her... Par- with her, her mutual acquaintances don't know. Do you think it's, it's kind of funny that she calls her parents uh, emotionally abusive... Yet what she did is kind of emotionally manipulative and abusive. Definitely manipulative, yeah. Um, I think, unfortunately, narcissism or any mental illness probably has a genetic component. Um, and just, like, being an asshole in general, I feel like. I, like, like these, these, these hardwired traits of being, like, either easy to anger or, um, or, or, like, not slow, but just, like, like, aloof, um, or, like, me, like, like, just being introverted, like, I feel like that 
all those things could have a genetic uh, component. So. so if if any of your traits that you find negative have a genetic component, mm-hmm. does that mean that uh, all therapy is bullshit and you shouldn't go? <laughs> uh, no, I think I think human willpower can overpower genes sometimes. I can rewrite, rewrite, excuse me, rewrite your mental state. Okay, so. Like, because you can do, like, the, the reason that cognitive behavioral therapy works is because you're literally breaking patterns in your brain and rewriting them and um, creating new synapses in your brain um, by changing your thought process. That's the, that's at least, you know, the, the science behind it. The supposed science. Supposed science. Supposed science. Next one. Uh, number 10. Okay. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> oh, we're getting touchy, aren't we? I'm just trying to find ones that aren't, like, too long. And, I don't know, maybe we get a little bit of back and forth on it. Mm-hmm. AITA for refusing to make all my husband's meals. Yes. <laughs> I have three kids, and I'm currently pregnant with my fourth. Okay. I left work to take care of our kids. My husband thinks that because I don't work outside of the house, it's my responsibility to take care of all duties related to the house and kids. You name it, cooking, cleaning, laundry, shopping, homework, school activities, drop-offs, etc. On top of everything I do, he also expects me to make all of his meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I am so tired recently from entertaining the kids all day during summer vacation, and I've been having a hard time with my pregnancy. He told me, life's tough, this is your job, and has no sympathy for me. In fact, he thinks I have it easy because I don't work. The last two nights I've refused to make him dinner, and he's acting like I'm a useless, horrible wife. Why can't he stop at the store after work and pick, him, pick himself something up or look at what we have left in the fridge and make something? When he's hungry, he'll s- constantly say, I'm starving, I'm so hungry, etc., being passive-aggressive to let me know he wants me to make him something. I'm completely undervalued and underappreciated. Am I an asshole for putting my foot down and refusing to wait on him hand and foot? I mean... No, you're not an asshole, um, and I think you're probably uh, – no, I don't think you're an asshole. No, I do she's know, definitely not an asshole. I do know women who are like this. That have three kids and oh, yeah. are pregnant and aren't making all the meals for the husband? Okay. There, there are families that are still like this. And Wait, that – having a wife that stays at home and does everything? Yes. Okay. Yes. And there are some men who are still, you know, expect that to be part of, of their life. And uh, no, no, you're not an asshole. Um, I don't, I, 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 I'm wondering, like, when you quit working and what was talked about as far as the relationship before this. Judging by how this guy is responding to her, I don't think there was a conversation. This guy is a shitty partner. He's not responding to her. He's not like, he's not trying to empathize with her. He's not, you know, trying to work something out with her. He's just like, whatever, get over it. You're doing this. Okay. She has, she's taking care of his three kids and is having his fourth. Okay. She's fucking pregnant. Right. Like, that's a whole other thing. Okay. So, So do you agree that... Her being a stay-at-home mother, one of the hardest jobs in the world. Yeah, probably the hardest job in the world, especially and she's got three fucking kids and one on the way. Is a job. Do I think it's a job? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a job. It's a job. Okay. It's an unpaid position, but it's a fucking job. 
it is paid in different ways. Right. If you have a husband supporting you, yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously her husband's supporting her because mm-hmm. she's staying at home. Right. So she's, yes, we don't know how much extra money she has. I mean, I don't know that he's giving her $40,000 a year on top of paying all of her bills. But if you're a stay-at-home parent or mom and your husband pays you, let's say, $60,000 a year and your half is $40,000 a year, you know, do you pay him back for, for rent and all that other stuff if he's paying you? No. Okay. See, I mean, like, what, what, so there, there is compensation, right? Like, she is being compensated for her. Right. Yes, so, not monetarily, but yeah, she's well, being taken care of. Okay, financially. Right. So monetarily, mm-hmm. um, if you are at a company and we don't know how far along pregnant she is, it doesn't matter. Being pregnant is a medical condition. Okay. So if you work for a company, do the, the day you get pregnant, they say go home. That would be awesome. My company doesn't. No, like no, no company does that. Okay. Not in America, anyway. Okay. So, first off, already we can say, you know, we don't know how far along she is for pregnancy. So, this if this is her position, her job, they were agreed that she was going to be a stay-at-home mom and these were going to be her, her duties, you know, then, um, and, and she is, you know, in her first trimester compared to being nine and a half months or nine, eight and a half months pregnant. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there is some variation there. Okay. Even if they did have a conversation about this and she did agree to do all this, mm-hmm. she is now saying she she is now saying that it's becoming too much for me, mm-hmm. and that she needs help. Doesn't mean he has to take over all of the household chores. Maybe right. coming to a compromise, like maybe eating takeout. Two or three times a week. So well, doing I mean, how much money do they have? Right. I mean, if you're the guy who's got to go pay that that takeout two or three times a week, especially for four people, you know. Or he can come home and cook a meal. Okay. He works 12 to 14 hours a day. We don't know if he does. We don't. A lot of variation here. Yeah. So he works 12, 14 hours a day. Does he want to come home and cook? She was probably... Up as early as he was or earlier with the kids. And she's there all day with three fucking kids and also creating humans. We also don't know how old these kids are. Have you? Are you trying to helicopter parent three kids? If so, you have three kids. You know what you do? Older ones take care of younger ones. If you've got a kid who's over the age of 10, that kid can be cooking dinner. Okay, so there. what you're saying is there are multiple solutions to this problem. Mm-hmm. However, he's not considering any of these solutions to the problem. He's literally just saying, fuck you, Mm -hmm. get over it, make me dinner. Okay. So fuck this guy. So what happened is if before her getting pregnant for number four, he was happy with just three, and she wanted a fourth one, and he was like, no. And she's like, you're going to give me a fourth child, and henpecked him. So it doesn't matter. It could yeah. have been the opposite, too. Could have been. I don't know. A lot of different stuff. I'm not going to say fuck this guy because I'm going to say this. Like, I'm going to say it like this. You know, I don't know their whole situation. And um, what I really want to say is don't have four fucking kids. Yeah. I'm like, um, if, you know, if he's that kind of guy and you're really 
upset about it. There's divorce. Yeah. Um, and um, that's what I would suggest. Get a divorce. Yeah, if he's not listening to her, to him, to you. Uh, it seems like y'all are on the road. <laughs> seems like, it seems like you're heading down the road that way, so hopefully you turn it around. <laughs> All right, next. Am I the asshole for agreeing with the school when they dress-coded my daughter? What number? 14. Okay. This interrupter. When they dress-coded my daughter. Okay. All right. This is about my youngest. I would like to start off saying the dress code is very reasonable. The rule is don't see undergarments, and this affects the guys more than the girls. I have three kids, and the older two have never been dress-coded. Now my daughter came home, and she was in her gym clothes, and she got dress-coded. It came with a school email and a picture of the shirt. They took the picture after my daughter changed, and it was a swim top cover-up. It's sheer. This makes complete sense to me why she was dress-coded. She got a warning, and that was that. Now my daughter and oldest daughter are, are like, fuck that, I didn't stick up for her. My sister is now on my... Ass. Since the kids told her, and they all think I am a jerk. Okay, the the reason I'm pausing is because the... Uh, they're just asterisks. They're asterisks. They're not actually words. So, outside opinions on this, question mark? Okay, so she was wearing a sheer swim top cover-up. And I she didn't say whether or not she was just wearing her bra under it. But I'm assuming that's what the, that... That's what it is. Um, if it's sheer and you don't have like a full cover cover up underneath it, like a full garment underneath it that's covering, you know, everything, then yeah, you probably shouldn't wear it. Um. Yeah, I think that um, if you agree that your kid got got in trouble for a known rule, look, there are known rules. Mm-hmm. And if you agree that your kid got in trouble for a known rule and you're, like, not backing them up just because – I don't know what you're supposed to do. Like, it, are you going to fight the school – I know there are parents who will go fight the school on this kind of shit, but you basically teach your kid that, like, I don't know what what that's supposed to teach your kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, your kid just looks at you and says, okay, you know, mom and dad are going to back me up when I fail no matter what. Hmm. Right? It doesn't really make you a better adult. There are rules we all have to follow. I mean, I think... What is happening here is um, there is a national pushback for unfair dress codes at school um, and sexist dress codes at school. That's not what this is about. That's not what this is about. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the daughters know about this and they feel like they have been wronged because they see other other girls pushing back and winning, so they want to win. That's not what this is about. This is about people who are mad because you aren't sticking up for your kid when your kid's in the wrong. Hmm. 
you don't stick up for your kid when they're in the wrong. When you stick up for your kid when they're in the wrong, they become a brat. Mm-hmm. They become a shitty adult. Right. That's why we have so many shitty adults. Because people who are wrong want to go in there. Parents go in there and fight teachers and fight principals and fight, fight everybody because they're like, oh, my kid's perfect. They would never do anything. Bullshit. We're all little, we were all little fucking heathen pieces of shit when we were in kid, school. Kids are psychopaths. We were horrible. We have to be reined in. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for us to be reined in. It is completely okay. I don't care if people don't think the dress code is accurate or not. It doesn't really matter to me. Okay. It really doesn't. You know what? In, in, in middle school, I had to wear jeans every day in Louisiana. Mm. You guys had a, Part of the had dress code, a uniform? No, but the dress code was that you had to wear pants. You had to wear not shorts. Girls could wear dresses. They could wear skirts. Mm-hmm. But I had to wear jeans. Did the skirts have to be long? Uh, of of appropriate length, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. So, I mean, that was my all the way through. Like, you know, we didn't have a we didn't have a uniform, but you did have to wear pants, mm-hmm. uh, except for on like some Fridays they'd let you pay a dollar and wear shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone back and forth about the uniform idea in my life. I never had a uniform. I never did either. We had uh. We had dress codes, and I did get called out a couple of times. Um, there was a rule about how many fingers, if you wore a tank top in the summertime, how many fingers, like I think it was three or four fingers wide, the strap mm-hmm. had to be. Um, and I think one, I think it was wide enough, but my bra strap fell, and a teacher grabbed me for that. Um, so that, and, uh, I think, like, I never wore short shorts, but, like, like, even mid-thigh shorts were, like, it had to be past your fingertips, past your middle finger or something, and at that point in time, like, they weren't making girl shorts that long, but I wasn't wearing, like, stupid short shorts, like, that were up to my vagina, um, I would wear, like, mid-thigh shorts, so... I think there was a lot of over-policing. I remember they called me out in health class, and I was sitting next to a guy who who was wearing a T-shirt, but he had cut the the sleeves off and Mm -hmm. had actually, like, cut it, like, with big circles around it so that you could literally see his stomach and his nipples, and he didn't get called out. Okay. So I definitely think there's, like, a sexist component to it. I don't. And, and I tell you why I don't. I, I, I honestly. I mean, maybe this week they were doing. They were told to to crack down on a certain tank top or a certain length of shorts. I don't think all like it's just like any other job, you know. Like, I think that there are times when you know your your boss, my boss, will come to me and say, "Hey, we want to you know focus on these things," and it happens every couple of years. It's the same things. Mm-hmm. It cycles. Maybe you just got caught up in the dragnet of the cycle of when we're going to bust girls for shorts. It's possible. You know, because you have to, you you occasionally have to remind people that you're looking at this kind of stuff. You, you know what I mean? I it's mean, not always sexist. I, I, I don't think it was intentionally sexist. That's not, I, like, because it was always a, a girl teacher that would call me out. 
Right. Um, but that's what I'm saying is it's not sexist. It might just be like, hey, in their meeting, they're like, hey, you know, we're starting to see girls wearing shorter and shorter shorts. We're going to – I want y'all to crack down on this this time. Whereas, like, if every guy was wearing nipple shirts, he might be like, we got to get rid of these nipple shirts. But beyond that, the teacher probably didn't care about what any of y'all were wearing because it's a freaking job and they don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think having a uniform is better than not having a uniform. I'm okay Because you, you don't have these situations where, you're get, where kids are getting called out for stuff that they're wearing. I don't know. I think I, think, I am of the opinion that I don't like uniforms. I think it takes they're expensive. Away. I, well, they're expensive. They take away um, individuality. They take away... That was always my argument, that they took away individuality. Um, they also, in this particular case, you have to learn how to follow rules. And even if, you're, if your rules are, are like... Like if you're working in industry as a woman, and they tell you to pull your hair up in a bun, to keep because you, you, you can't get caught in machinery, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't... You think it's, do you think it's sexist? Like, if they also tell guys you can't have long hair. It's not sexist. Um, yeah, it's a safety thing. It's a safety thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, your, your dress code is kind of sometimes arbitrary, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, what they're going to look at and what they're not. I, I don't know. I don't think this woman's an asshole for not sticking up for her kid. I wish more people would not stick up for their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, if your kid has a, is getting bullied or um, if, if there's – legitimately a wrong done to that kid, mm-hmm. then, you know, go stick up for him. I remember a guy I worked with was talking about his, his son was working and um, he was in high school and he was working a summer job and it was one of those outside jobs in Louisiana. It's hot. Mm-hmm. Fucking brutal. Stupid. Um, and I mean, like, so hot that, like, you start to, everything kind of looks hazy all the time, you know? Just, just sweat dripping and all this other stuff. And the, the guy he was working for, the, the kid was working for, um, shafted the kid on money. Mm, okay. And so the guy I worked with was like, well, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, do you want me to go take care of it? He allowed his son to take care of his problem. He didn't immediately go jump in. Right. So, yeah, he something was done wrong to this kid. He probably would have stuck up for him and gone to... Talked to the guy, mm-hmm. um, told him he owes his kid money or, you know, I'm going to, you know, break your windshield. That's a bit much, but okay. Well, I mean, you owe my kid money. If you're not going to pay him, you're going to lose money somewhere. By just taking the kid away. Huh? By taking the kid away. What do you mean taking the kid away? The kid quitting his job. It doesn't give him the money that he owed. I True, mean, but it, it causes less... That guy has that guy. Now. That guy can find another teenage kid to work for him. A laborer is not that expensive. You're ta- you're literally stealing from me. Right. Uh, you owe me. You owe me a hundred dollars worth of my time and my sweat. So did the kid get his money back? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Next. But what I'm saying is just like you can let your kids go fight their own battles, and if they get in trouble, they get in trouble. You know. Right. Kids, as especially kids, like inching towards their senior year of high school, they need to learn to pick their own battles and to stand up for themselves when they need to. Number 16. Okay. 
AITA for blocking my coworker's number, causing her to get a write-up. Oh, what? Most waitress jobs have an app so you can see your shifts and pick up extra ones. You can see who else is working, what shifts, and can also send messages on this app. This is important for later. So at my last job, I allowed others to text my number so they could ask me to pick up shifts. This became annoying because I was the first person they asked, and it was always an emergency. It would start using my number for personal conversations, and it sometimes got messy because someone would vent to me and then try to continue the conversation in the workplace, causing drama to follow. So now at my new job, I've decided to keep my work and personal life separate, and I would only communicate through the app. Now keep in mind, I'm still really new to the place. I've barely been there a month, and I've already had people texting my number. I'm not sure if they're getting it from the app or someone at the restaurant asking me to pick up their shifts. Usually... A quick, I don't communicate work matters through my number. Please send me a message through the app. Gets them to stop. Not this time. A coworker texted me at 5 a.m. on Friday asking if I could take her shift for Saturday. I shoot her the line I send everyone. She starts texting like, oh, it'll only take a second. This way is just faster. I reiterate, I will not communicate through my number and to message me through the app. She continues with, but you're already here and I've already asked, so just take my shift now. I was already working that Saturday night, not only, not, so not only is she asking me to take her shift, she's asking me to work a double. I sent her the line again. She says that it's an emergency and that she needs me to cover her shift. I tell her I'm not discussing it any further and that I'm already working Saturday anyway. I then block her number. I go to work and I'm approached by a manager. She asked me why I didn't show up that morning. I'm confused, so she tells me that the coworker said I had agreed to take the shift. I show her the messages. She says, okay, and goes back to the and goes to the back office. I get angry, angrily approached by the coworker on Monday about how I said I'd take the shift, and now she has a write-up because I didn't show. She has a write-up for no call, no show. I told her I agreed to nothing and even told her I don't use my number to swap shifts. Conversation goes as so. Coworker, but you said you'd work Saturday. Me, no, I said I already work on Saturday. Coworker, then why didn't you say anything when I thanked you for taking it? Me, because I blocked you. I didn't even see that message. She starts going off about how I'm so rude and inconsiderate and she needed to take one shift. I told her it's not my problem and she didn't get her shift covered, so I know I'm not the asshole for not taking her shift. But did I take it too far when I blocked her instead of just answering through text? Yeah. Like, I think that you took it too far because, um, like, like uh, honestly, not that you, not that you took it too far by blocking her. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say, you should have just answered her straight away and said, no, I'm not, t-. like, clearly say this. Yeah. Instead of taking more of your time mm-hmm. to try to get them to go through the app. Right. Uh, I would have said no, and please don't message my personal number from now on. Do it over the app. Yeah. That's exactly what I that's, said. That's cool. And but if she had texted me again, I would have talked to her the next day at work and been like, look, this is how it is. This is what we're doing. Do not deviate from this. I will no longer be answering your text messages if you text my personal number. You allowed ambiguity. You allowed it to get more complicated Mm -hmm. because you weren't clear. It wasn't handled correctly. Right, because you were trying to set boundaries, which I understand setting boundaries. You set those boundaries, but you can answer clearly by and set those boundaries at the same time, especially if you're telling someone no, Mm -hmm. which you didn't. You did, but you did it so vaguely right that because you were trying to to prove your other point which is using mm-hmm. an app so i hate apps um apps for for work shift for shift work i think is pretty good i just really hate apps like we have to use them at work and like we're getting more and more of them 
And I'm why do just, you guys have multiple apps? Just stuff. Okay. And I just, I really just, you know, I mean, it's just like it, it gets annoying. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I, I real, I, I've never done this. I don't use my phone for work stuff. And I, I kind of make it a point not to mm-hmm. because they don't pay me anything for me to have a phone. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you paid me an allowance to have a phone, mm-hmm. to stay connected, to be able to pick up that phone and be more gooder at work, then that's then I'm okay with using my phone. But if you don't pay me a dime and you're expecting me to take a piece of my personal property. And, and like answer business calls or something? Well, I mean, like, I don't have business calls, but, like, use the app to check my email, to, like, look up data mm-hmm. instead of going to get in my computer because it would be more, because it's more convenient to look up on my phone. All right. You don't, you don't have an unlimited plan, do you? I do. Okay. But it's just the principle of it. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I'll ask me to, um, after we're done. Okay. <laughs> Your bill went up $20, and I'm trying to figure out why. Okay. So... Two months ago or last month? I think it was last month. We were in Jamaica. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. I'd still like to to see the bill, though. So I got to get your number. Okay. This is boring. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I just, when I think about something, I just want to say it before I forget about it. Um, Okay. So, yes, this situation was handled poorly. Um. There's there's a matter of treating people with, res- with respect, whether regardless of what side of the conversation that you're on, and neither one of these girls was treating the other one with respect. So, um, yeah, next time just say no, because no is the magic word, and it is okay to say no. Yeah. All right, number 19. Ugh, that one's really long. Number 19? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. All right, it's not that long. AITA for telling my sister I'm not interested in her hosting my bridal shower. A little backstory. We grew up in a pretty toxic family fueled by my our parents' addictions. I always felt like I, like the forgotten child out of the five daughters they had. My mother even surrendered all custody of me, not my sisters, when I was 12. When I was 16, I thought I was in love with my be- my boyfriend, who was 18 at the time. Is that statutory rape? Uh, depends on the state. 16? He was 18? Okay. We had our first child when I was 17. Oh, it's one of the... Okay, it's this situation. All right. Married at 19 and twins at 20. Jesus Christ. Um, it was a toxic relationship on both sides. You think? Yeah, just a little bit. Like, fucking birth control, people. How many times do I have to say this? We eventually went through a rough divorce when I was 30. Oh, God. God, you stayed, stayed in there. for another that- 10 years? We both got help for our trauma and issues and now have a great co-parenting relationship. Good for you. That's good. Yeah. I have been in an amazing relationship oh, with... by the with way, you know what today is? Yes, I was about to say, happy divorce day, babe. Happy divorce day for me. Yay. Oh, it's been like a long time, like 12 years. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> but yes, it's, it's a good day because it's divorce day. All right. Um, she says, I have been in an amazing relationship with my fiance for five and a half years and he recently proposed. 
Every time I talk to my oldest sister about the wedding, she mentions, she mentions it's not my first wedding. She has said things like, I shouldn't wear white. It should be small. I should tell everyone not to get gifts because that's their tradition. It is my fiancé's first wedding. Um, it's my fiancé's first wedding. She called me to tell me that she was assigned to throw a bridal party, but didn't think it was appropriate since I had been married before. This, I am well aware this is not my first wedding, and I don't need to be reminded every time she asks me about the wedding. I informed her I wasn't interested in her throwing a bridal shower and that my bridal party would be doing it instead. She would be welcome to attend, but I don't want anyone to feel obligated to celebrate the upcoming wedding. Now she thinks I am being dramatic and twisting her words. She stated she thought it was funny that she was assigned and wanted to make sure I actually wanted a shower. She also mentioned again to tell the bridal party to make sure and put on the invitation not to bring gifts since I'm already established. I honestly don't care if people bring the gifts or not, but why is she pushing this? I told her I wasn't interested in arguing or talking further on this topic. My fiancé is the baby of his family, and they weren't sure he'd ever get married since he is 40. They want to celebrate all the traditional wedding things for us. His family is great and has accepted the kids and I from the beginning. I want him to have that experience as well. Should it matter that I have been married before? AITA? And then there's an update. Um, no, I won't read the update. We'll, we'll give our opinions first. Okay. Um, no, you're not really an asshole for Your this. Your sister's kind of a bitch. Um, yeah. I mean, she, she, she might have different opinions on life. Like, what is her issue? Uh, there could be a religious aspect to it. Okay. Um, there could be just a, a straight up cultural aspect to it. Uh, there, there are a lot of different aspects. Um. Is she jealous because she's not married? We don't know if she is married. Yeah, we, we really don't know, so. but. Um, it, it feels like there might be a cultural or religious aspect to this, like w- with her sister. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to say that, that, you know, you're not an asshole for this. Um, uh, kudos. Oh, she's been married for over 20 years. Okay. So sister has been married. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, you know, um, I don't really under, it seems like you and your family aren't very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, you've already, she already said stuff about being like, uh, 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 her rights given up and her parents had addictions and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they, they finished, they get like, like they ever closed that. Um, right. I imagine there's a lot of, a lot of pain yeah. there. Um, your sister might also have some kind of issue with like how bad your first marriage was. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe your sister doesn't see the change in you that you, you, you think you've you you've done, um, and so she almost sees this as just another failure along your way, instead of being completely supportive of you. Mm. So I don't know. People are different. So I don't think you're an asshole, but um, you know, I, I don't think I'm not going to necessarily just like throw your sister under the bus to make you feel better. Um, All right, let me read the update. Uh, To answer a few common questions, sister has been married for over 20 years, not positive who exactly, quote, assigned her uh, in charge as my matron of honor, was already planning the shower. I assume my siblings felt obligated but didn't really want to do it and assigned her. I don't think she is jealous of the gifts or wedding or don't really understand why she would be. She is only a guest and does not have a role in the wedding. I don't think she would say, do anything at the wedding. She likes to project the, the perfect persona in front of other people. Due to the family dynamics, most of my family is not invited. Only two sisters on the invite list. I have been clinging to these two relationships since I've gone no contact with most of the family. While I know no contact is what's best, sometimes it feels like I am the problem since they all still have contact with each other. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this is one of the sisters she still has contact with or not. I mean, she's talking to her, so it's got to be. Okay. Since she's invited to the wedding. All right. 
I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, man, this is, this is weird. This is a sucky situation. It's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, she's not your maid of honor. No, I don't know why any, who's, this, I don't know why your siblings would assign her. Yeah, you're like, I have no contact except for with two siblings. Mm-hmm. And this obviously has to be one of them. And, or, or not, it's a third one. And it, it still doesn't seem like it's a very healthy relationship where you're like, oh, she wants to f- seem perfect in front of other people. Um, yeah, but she's a major bitch to you. So, I don't know. I mean, this is a weird little situation. If yeah, I don't know why, sh- why sis- the sister is sticking her nose so far up in there. Um, I, I don't get it. Um, I don't think you should... I think when it comes to somebody's wedding, like, it's their wedding. They should do what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially if it's his first wedding and his side of, and his side of the family wants to do all this stuff for them. Yeah, Like, let them do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, weddings aren't a big deal for dudes. Obviously, this is no, a but big for him. It's probably a big deal for, like, her future mother-in-law, who they never I, thought. I don't, I, I don't, I don't even, he, they're 40. You're 40. You 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 you're a grown ass person. You're a whole grown ass person. They have he was the youngest, so there are others mm-hmm. that they've done this all for. Now, one of the big things is to me is maybe maybe these two are established enough that they're they're, you know, paying for their own wedding. Possibly. Um I hope that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Um but Yeah, she didn't say they were paying for it. They just said they wanted to celebrate all the traditional wedding things. Okay. Which can be very expensive. We've gone through this, how oh, expensive yeah. weddings are. Fuck, man. So, like, like, his parents wanting this or his side of the family wanting this is a bit selfish if they're not paying for it. And since groom's parents usually don't pay for stuff, like the wedding, mm-hmm. then it is, you know, this is just a traditional thing. You know, not really not really saying anything. It's not throwing judgment. I don't know. I don't know the situation. I shouldn't mm-hmm. even comment on it. <laughs> because we we don't know who paid for this wedding. No, we don't know who paid for the wedding. Um, I, I just I don't I don't see why her sister's trying to maintain such control. Yeah, I really don't see why the the my, my biggest deal is I don't see why the dude's family cares either or trying to. He's do, the baby. He's never been married, dude. I'm the <laughs> I'm the youngest child in my family, mm-hmm. and if. At 40, I'd have gotten married for the first time. I don't think I would have cared. I'd have been like, dude, yeah, let's go. I, I wouldn't even be like, let's have it in a church. I'd just be like, dude, we're not going to do a bachelor party. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're going to go get married someplace cool, mm-hmm. have our honeymoon. And which is like what we did. Yeah. You know, I, I like, but you're, weddings you're are... 30 years old. You didn't want a big wedding. Right. You're I, in your 30s. I, uh, and it was your first. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, weddings don't matter to you. Yeah. Um, they, I imagine they don't really matter that much for a lot of men, a lot of cis men. Um, yeah, I just didn't want to spend the money. Mm-hmm. If somebody else had offered to pay for it, I would have been like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Or I probably, or probably not. I probably just would have asked for the fucking money. Because <laughs> you really didn't care. Right. Um, I wanted to keep my money. I didn't want to, you know pay for all this food for a bunch of people that like 
And I didn't, like, ha- honestly, I was afraid, like, half of them weren't going to show up anyway. Half mm-hmm. of the invited people weren't going to show up. Um, so <laughs> that was a big, that was another big reason why I didn't want to have it. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's not something, like, I, I want to be helpful. Like, I've got uh, two coworkers that are engaged right now. And I want to be helpful. Oh, one of them asked me to design her um, her wedding uh, invites, invitations. So I'm doing that. But other than that, like, I wouldn't, I would not have offered that. I would have not, I didn't want to, like, stick my nose too far deep in their business. I just talked to them about it, asked them a few questions. If they want some advice from me, since I kind of planned a wedding and then didn't do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, there's, there's like a line that you don't cross when somebody's talking about their wedding and planning their wedding and they want all this, all these things. You shouldn't be yucking their yum. This is what, that's, this is what I think is going on is the sister is just yucking their, her yum. A little yum yucking. A little yum yucking. All right. Uh, you want to stay on the wedding trend? Sure. All right. Let's go to number 20. AITA for telling my parents and brother that if they wanted his ex, for telling my parents and brother that if they wanted his ex from re- removed from my wedding pictures, they had to pay for it. Okay. So the brother's ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my brother goes through women like I go through socks. <laughs> I gave him a plus one for my wedding two years ago. He brought his girlfriend at that time. When we were doing the family pictures, he wanted his girlfriend in the pictures. I said we could do some with her and some without. He got mad that I allowed my sister to have her fiancé in all the pictures, and my other brother was allowed to have his boyfriend of five years, but that I had the audacity to exclude his girlfriend of the week. I just want to know where you get the audacity. Where do you find the audacity? (sighs) My parents said that they didn't want any fighting and to just include her. They were paying for everything, so I said fine. She isn't in all of our pictures, just the ones with our family and both families. Oh, that sucks. Um, now my brother is engaged, and we had the family over last weekend. His fiance saw our wedding picture on the wall and got into a fight with my brother. He never told her that he had been in a serious relationship with her nemesis. I tried explaining that only <laughs> they only dated for a very short while. She called bullshit because she was included in the family picture. She asked to see our wedding album. Sure enough, the girl was in multiple pictures with the family and the in-laws. My brother finally calmed her down, but has asked me to take down the picture or have his ex removed. I said that it was expensive, so he would have to pay for it. He tried complaining to our parents. They said that I was being childish. I reminded them that they were the ones who insisted I give it to him. I, I give in to him. I said that they were welcome to pay for the editing. They said I was a jerk and that they already paid for the pictures once. Okay. First off, are you a supervillain? Do you have a nemesis? What, what, what the- First off... The brother's fiance is a little sensitive. Hey, you have a nemesis. Who has a nemesis? Do you? I don't. I do have a nemesis. Do you really? Yeah, you know who it is. No. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Just take a wild guess in your brain. Which one? Which hoe of yours am I referring to? Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. well. that is my nemesis. Okay. Oh, I don't do that. Okay. Well, that's not a nemesis. That's just an ex that that's you don't like. Fucking inconvenient nemesis. Um, um, so, yeah, I can, if I'm, I am now putting myself in the fiance's shoes. And if I had to look at a picture of 
that person, every time I come over to the parents' house, yeah, it would kind of grind my gears a little bit. Um, would I have thrown a shit fit in front of the parents and everybody? No. Would I have just laughed it off in everybody's presence? Probably. I mean, really, would it have mattered that much? Um, it's not your house. It's not my house, no. We'd only go there for, like, I don't know, dinner every once in a while. Yeah. So, um. Who has, like, the photos of their entire family up on the, the like. A, a lot of people who have more family. Okay. We do. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever been to someone's house who's an, a, a grown-ass adult and they have wedding pictures up. Huh. Um. My ex's mom, whom you've met, uh-huh. has uh, her daughter's wedding pictures up. But not, she actually, not hers. Wait. I think she does have an 8 by 10 of her of hers, too. Because my dad... Has my wedding pictures mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. And, and like, w- what were you doing? Like, were you going through and looking at their pictures, or were you sitting down at the dinner table? And it's just like they're you see it. Like they do, do, do they have this huge mural painted behind <laughs> them? It's like the Last Supper of all their their family members. And this bitch saw the wedding picture on the wall. Okay, so it's on the wall somewhere. Somewhere. So you stopped and looked, mm-hmm. found your, 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 your boyfriend, your fiance now. I don't know. Like, I mean, like, bro, like the biggest thing is like your, like, why are they nemesi? This is a di- nemesis. This is different than your nemesis, by the way, because they she didn't know that he'd been with her beforehand. Right. So, so they're they, like actual nemesis. They are actual nemesis. Because they know each other from a, from the past. Mm-hmm. Probably got in a big girl fight. and Mean girls. Ripped each other's hair out or something. Um, um, a shoe came off. <laughs> someone beats the other one with a shoe. Um, yeah. I think... The fiance needs to chill a little bit, uh-huh. and maybe take that picture down. No, no, no. You don't have to take any picture down in your house. This is your house. Mm-hmm. If I, if if someone came into our house and they were like, "I'm offended by this," would you take it down? If you liked it, no. Okay, because I have a lot of weird ass artwork hanging. So, so should these people take their picture down because it offended the fiance of a brother? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, yeah, no. Um, Absolutely not. You do not have to take a fucking thing down. Right. It is their problem to get over. Mm-hmm. You actually have nothing to do. You don't move it. You don't do anything with it. You know what's going to eventually happen? She's either going to get over it or they're going to break up. And if she's this kind of person, they're going to break up. You could weather yeah, this she's, storm. she's pretty insecure. Or something. I want to know the story behind this nemes- this nemesis yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Why are they nemesis? Oh, man. Maybe they were once friends. That's how your nemesis always starts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were band friends together. 
And they went to band camp. But Chelsea got chesty. <laughs> and Lindsay <laughs> didn't. <laughs> and Lindsay's boyfriend ended up making out with Chelsea and filling her up in 10th grade. Nemesis acquired. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not an asshole. <laughs> no, don't take the picture down. Next. And uh, tell your brother to get over it all. Fuck it. Um, number 21. Let's just keep going. Oh, my God. So many weddings. All right. AITA for not going to my sister's and my sister-in-law's wedding due to her dress code. Hmm. What kind of dress code? I, 25 female, and having a conflict with my husband's sister, 36 female. She is getting married in two weeks, and her dress code is incredibly complicated to adhere to for me. It is black tie, long sleeves, and floor-length gowns. What the fuck? The conflict happened because I am currently 34 weeks pregnant and overheat very quickly, and the wedding is entirely outside in the middle of the day in the southern USA where it is incredibly hot. I cannot be in a long sleeve floor-length gown in the heat for eight hours. I have sent her a few dresses to try to compromise, but she is completely adamant about what exactly she wants. I told her yesterday that I cannot attend her wedding if she is not going to budge even slightly on the dress code i told her she has the right to have her wedding exactly how she wants it for it to be her perfect day but i have the right to look out for my own health she freaked out at me and told me i was being incredibly selfish and that for once it isn't about me and my fucking baby which she only said because she's jealous i'm having the first grandchild and she felt like she should have been have had a baby before me and my husband but you're not married yet truth Since then, my husband's (gasps) side of the family has told me I'm being selfish and to just compromise one day to keep the peace. I don't think I should need to compromise my health for my wedding. Am I the asshole in being unreasonable? I think the jealous part of it is kind of unreasonable. Like, she thought she was going to have a baby before you, but out of wedlock. Um, So, it's a little bit... It's a little bit out of pocket there. I... I'm questioning whether or not that's even true. Um, yeah. I feel like the thing is, is you're not the asshole, but roll with it and see what happens. She's 34 weeks pregnant. She big. Oh, okay. How many weeks are in a pregnancy? More than 34 weeks, but that's... 36, basi- right? Yeah, that's basically cooked. That's four times nine Right, thirty six. Don't ask me because I don't know. Let's let's, cons- let's no, consult. No, it's it is it, it is, is it okay. is. So at thirty, you're two weeks away from your due date. When's uh, the wedding? Apparently so. When's the uh, wedding, dude? Uh, maybe you don't have to go. Maybe she'll be in, in labor. labor. Yeah, <laughs> that'd really fuck up the wedding. The parents and everybody's going to the grandkids. Oh my god, stuff. she'd be so pissed. The first grandchild be. Oh. That's probably why she's so fucking un- unreasonable about this. Is because she's like, this bitch is going to drop on my wedding day. <laughs> and everybody's going to be there. Uh. And you know she's older, so she always got everything first. <laughs> uh, wait a second. Wait a second. No. The person writing in is 25. The sister-in-law is 36. That's why she's so butthurt. It's an age thing. I, 25 years old, am having conflict 
with my husband's sister, 36, female. Mm -hmm. She is getting married in two weeks. Two weeks. And she's 34 weeks pregnant. She ain't going to be able to go to this wedding. She's going to be in labor. And yeah, sister-in-law is going to be mad. Okay. So, um, my husband's sister. So this is your husband's sister. Sister-in-law. No, this yeah. is your sister-in-law. So this is your husband's sister. Yeah, it's 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 the person that's writing in. It's her sister-in-law. Okay. Um. You know, like, okay, yeah. So, all right. So she. So, man, I don't know. We said earlier that it's your special day. You get what you want. I know. Which is fine. So. However. I think. This bitch be heavily pregnant. Don't go. Yeah. Just but she's not going to anyway because she's going to be in labor. Yeah. I'm like, don't, <laughs> don't go. Um, um, I feel like she, this is kind of a bridezilla moment too. Since she yelled at her and said, this is, it's not about Wait, you and your Wait, she's getting married baby. in two weeks and you're 34 weeks pregnant. You're literally going to be due the week and she can be freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say it's a bridezilla situation. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just Google this real quick. How long is a pregnancy? Is it 36 or 40 weeks? How many weeks is a pregnancy? Might be 40. No, that's 10 months. It's got to be 36 weeks. It's 40 weeks. Is it 40 weeks? It's okay. It's 40 weeks. Okay. Pregnancy lasts for about 280 days or 40 weeks. Okay. Preterm or premature baby is delivered before 37 weeks. So she won't, 35 through 6. So she'll be 36 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. So she shouldn't pop for another four weeks. Why is it I always thought that people were pregnant for, for nine months? Everybody says nine months. I guess it's easier to say than 40 weeks. Well, like four there's four weeks in a month. So it's so if you divide forty weeks by four, that's ten. It's mm-hmm. ten months. Yeah. Is it because like not all months are thirty one days? I I have no idea why we all say nine months when it's actually ten. If it's forty weeks, I'm so confused. I'm now in a I'm a fucking adult male who's forty four years old, and I just got confused by pregnancy. Some months with have, a kid. Some months have five weeks in them. None. No. Literally impossible. Okay, so some, four four times seven is twenty eight. Uh huh. There's only one month with twenty eight days. Only. It's February. Like only twenty eight days. Yeah. <laughs> Every month has twenty eight <laughs> days plus some. So that must be why. Okay. Because you have extra days. Right. Okay, so, regardless, this woman's still heavily pregnant. Yeah, um, you know, either A, just don't abide by the dress code because you're pregnant and you don't care. And hope that she doesn't notice because she's not going to fucking notice on her wedding day. You really don't notice a whole lot of shit on yeah. your wedding day. She's going to be crying and hopefully paying attention to her husband. Husband, and then you're going to say hi 
And you're going to go sit in a corner. Or you don't say hi. Yeah. You just want to sit down. You just chill out and you sit because you're pregnant and you get your husband to bring you all the snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or don't go. Like, literally, don't go. Mm-hmm. Um, just go ahead and, like, tell your husband, we got to make an excuse. Yeah. But you're going to have to lie to your family. I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, just tell them, like, that morning I was having Braxton Hicks. What's that? Fake contractions. Oh, okay. And I need to lay down. Or you just have really bad morning sickness and you don't feel like going. You're not going to have it at that late in the pregnancy. Okay. Didn't know that. I don't know shit about pregnancy, obviously. Yep. All I know is that it's hard. Because mm-hmm. you're literally growing a human being inside of you. It's a parasite-host relationship and it's fucking weird. <laughs> okay. You know, it's the same thing for all other animals. Like I know. It's fucking weird. Goats. Pregnancy is so weird. Goats and like all the little things you find The way cute. mammals reproduce is fucking weird. I'd rather have an egg. Okay. I was like, would you rather have an egg? <laughs> I'd rather have an egg. Or do it like fish do it and just like leave them to their own devices. Oh, so you never want to have sex. Oh, that's right. Fish, there is no such thing as fish sex. Unless you're a cuttlefish. Cuttlefish have real sex? How do octopi re- reproduce? They, I know they lay eggs, but do they like entangle themselves in their tentacles and like bump uglies do they have uglies to bump i have questions i don't know those <laughs> fucking aliens <laughs> they are aliens. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to know man you you find that out you might just yeah no um oh my god weird yeah um okay so let's see wedding 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 um Let's try number 22. I know we're right at an hour, but we mm-hmm. always go long. Oh. AITA for making my husband sleep in the guest room after he refused to clean up his own vomit. Last night, my husband had some work friends over for a barbecue and drinks. I worked today, and I did all the prep work, cooking and cleaning, so him and his friends could enjoy their time together. He ended up getting pretty drunk and threw up in our bathroom sink, left it, and refused to clean it up when I asked him to. His refusals included, I don't know what to do to clean it up, and I closed the drain on the sink, and now I can't get it open. It's one of the drains that you push to close and push to open. Also, I don't have time to clean it because I have to work early. He works full-time, pays 60% of the bills, and I work part-time, 40% of the bills. Therefore, I deal with all the domestic house duties. Don't get me wrong. I love my role in our home, and I'm truly happy to do it. However, this just feels like straight-up disrespect. I was super upset after him feeding me excuses of why he can't clean up his own vomit. He smelt tor- It's. He smelt horribly of liquor and was starting to raise his voice at me when he was explaining he couldn't clean it because he had to work, go to work to pay for all the things we want. To be clear, we have our own individual bank accounts and he doesn't pay for any of my personal bills or recreational purchases. I didn't engage or continue with the argument because when you're sober, there's no reasoning with a drunk person. So I had asked him to sleep in the spare room. Now I just feel guilty, so tell it to me straight. Am I the asshole in the situation? I mean, you're not really the asshole. Did, did he she, go? Did he go sleep in there? Was like, she arguing with a drunk man? She was arguing with a drunk man. Can't argue with a drunk man. Like obviously very drunk. But he was, had to go to work. Drunk. You can rally, man. Oh my god. Okay, so if this had been me, and if you had gotten like rip roaring stupid drunk in our house and vomited in our sink, in our bathroom sink, which I have done before. <laughs> but it wasn't because I was born drunk. Um, I probably wouldn't have cleaned it up. 
I probably would have left it there and asked you to clean up the next morning. After you had sobered up, I probably just would have put a trash can by on your side of the bed and told you to go to sleep. Um, so, yeah, maybe just don't argue with a drunk man. Yeah, don't argue with drunk people. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't argue with a drunk dude. I, I know he had a barbecue, and he was probably feeling himself. The minute boys were reliving better times. Mm-hmm. Um, don't argue with drunk people. Don't don't like send them out of the room, either. Um, I don't know. You, you 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 don't have to clean it up. I guess. I mean, you're responsible for cleaning up the house, but like that is the agreement. Um, but he. Might have been, he might have woke up and been embarrassed enough to do it. Right. It's, it's just, I feel like the way he vomited is the, is the definitive um, decision making point here. Because if he had just been sick, like if you, if you had thrown up in the sink because you were really, really sick and didn't have time to get to the the toilet, I'd been like, oh, you poor baby, get in bed. Here's a trash can. I will clean up your vomit. See, I don't think you would. No. No, because I think you would be disgusted by my vomit, and I would have to clean up my own vomit. I would try very hard to clean up your vomit. Okay, you so that means I would clean up my own vomit. You probably would. Yeah. Okay. I'd probably have to leave it there, but I would. I would try very hard to unclog the sink. No, no, it's it's um, like like I understand that. Like you just you don't you don't have that mom gene that allows you to fucking do that shit. Yeah, I can't do vomit. I can't do poop. Like like because I've cleaned up my daughter's vomit before. Yeah. Um, I've cleaned up my own vomit before. Yeah, I cleaned up my vomit. But I can I can barely take my own vomit. Um, eh, it just doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, but like I remember like my daughter vomited one time, and like I remember a friend, a girlfriend of a, a guy, and this was when we were just divorced, and we were all living like bachelor lives together, and we were mm-hmm. all had kids. She came to help, and she just couldn't do it. And I'm just in there cleaning it up like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that's what mentally prepares you to do that shit. Um, I don't think, uh, I don't think single ladies can do that. I can tell you've had your kid. You're not cleaning up your husband's puke. Mm. Because once you've cleaned your kid's puke and you've just gone through that shit, you're just like, fuck it. I'm a warrior. (laughs) If I had a pair of those, um... Yeah, see, they won't. No, no. See, 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 how, see how much things you need. I know, I know. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's so funny to me. (laughs) It's so funny to me. Like, when a woman has been, like, going through childhood, they're like, like, I need gloves, I need this. She's just like, fuck it, let's do this shit. <laughs> Y'all are beast. And then, like, single women who haven't had kids yet are not beasts. There is a level of maturity I will never reach because I'm never going to have a kid. Yeah, that's For fine. Sure. I, and we, I accept that about myself. We both know this, and it's okay. But, yeah, there is uh, – don't don't be like, oh, I need this. No, just, just fucking leave it. I'll, I'll deal with it later. Um, she, I mean, should she have sent, was she in the wrong for sending him to the couch? Guest room? Guest room? The spare room. Okay, if there's a bed there, then fuck it. Uh, (laughs) In a way, I think you are, like, I don't know, you argued with a drunk guy, Mm -hmm. and then you threw him out of your room. Right. You might have been the one that goes. Like, if you don't want to clean it up, if you're like, I'm not cleaning this up, 
And he's like, you're going to clean up your nut. And you'd be like, nope, 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 nope. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go sleep in that other room. You're going to lay down in that bed and, and sober your ass up. Okay, well. he. I guess you don't think about this because you never not sleep in our room. Like, you never not sleep in our bed. Are pushed out constantly because of the dogs, mm-hmm. and probably me sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you in conjunction with the dogs, right, is what makes me not sleep in my own bed, <laughs> right? Yeah, like that's never a thing that you do. You're never like God. Like this dog is all up in. Like they've they've decided to sleep all up in the middle, and it's just not happening tonight. I'm not as and, warm as you, baby. And I've got to get four hours of sleep for work tomorrow. So I can pay sixty percent of our bills. Sorry, baby. Nah, that's um, okay. I'm not. I'm not I, th- it was actually the number from there. What I yeah, was saying. Yeah, I know. I know. Um. Uh, she's not an asshole. Um, he should have made it to the toilet, or he shouldn't have gotten so fucking drunk that he vomited. Um. So, yeah, I think he just needs to sober up and clean up his vomit and move on. That is that is my consensus. Okay. Uh, you want to try one more? Or? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. Um, do you want to do a double standard in marriage? Sure. But it's about kids. Okay. Um, it's somewhere down from there. I'm sorry. My shit's just reloaded. What number is it? I don't know. My shit just reloaded. Okay, sorry. They need to hire a tutor as I want. I'm on 26. Might be 27. Oh, it's 27. AITA <laughs> for being mad over double standards in my marriage. A week ago, I asked my daughter, who is eight years old, to quickly watch her brother of 10 months while I picked up some things from the floor that I had been working on during his nap. She rarely gets to ask to watch him as I feel that he is not my She rarely gets asked to watch him as I feel that he is my job, not hers. Okay. Hubby came home and saw that she was watching baby and went off on me and how I was irresponsible. Accidents happen quickly and she wouldn't know what to do in a choking event. These are all reasonable fears, so I made the necessary changes to ensure I am there to watch him at all times. Today, um, she feels the need to point out that it's Sunday, I asked him to watch baby as I started baking a large order. I came into the room and noticed he was alone watching TV. I asked him where baby was, and he replied that our daughter was watching him in her bedroom. Her bedroom is on the opposite side of the house, and with the TV blaring, you could definitely not hear what was going on in her room. I pointed out to him how he yelled at me last week for the same thing, and he replied, that was different. When asked how, he replied, she wants to look after him. She came to ask me if I could, if she could. Okay. I was so mad. I didn't leave them alone for prolonged periods of time. I was literally in and out of the room during all that time as I was cleaning up, but that was neglectful and dangerous because I asked her to watch baby. Well, at the same time, it is perfectly okay for her to be left completely alone, rooms away with a TV on because she asked to watch him, so somehow that would mean that she pays closer attention to him. Like, accidents don't happen when you choose to look after a baby. He is now mad at me, saying I am overreacting and I am still in the wrong while he is not. I accept that I was wrong in asking her to watch him, but am I wrong for being mad about the double standards? No, you're not wrong. 
for being mad. No. Like, do something about it. Also. Don't, um, don't bitch to the internet. Dad, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, do something about it. Like, the, the mom should do something about it. Leave him. She's, she's baking a large order, so I'm assuming that this is her business. She bakes. Yeah. Seems like. Maybe it. she makes cakes, wedding cakes, something like that. Cookies. Something. Um, Cupcakes. He's watching the fucking TV while his eight-year-old daughter is hanging out with their baby. It's game day. And an, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, no, that that's a total, total double double standard and just irresponsible parenting. So I don't know. It's not really irresponsible parenting. You think an eight-year-old is mature enough to take care of a, a baby? When they're when they're uh, in the same room, yeah. Like when they're in the same house, sure. Why not? Like, what are you actually doing? Play with the kid? You know what I mean? I think... I, I don't think it's... it's I like... It, I mean, as long... I, I think it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me so much if she had been in the living room with him. No, but they're going to interrupt the game. Game's on, baby. Sunday. Fuck the game. <laughs> oh, that's why she pointed out it was Sunday. Okay. Um, yeah. The Lord's Day. It's the Lord's Day. We watched football. We don't drink. <laughs> well, today is Sunday. Today is Sunday, and we've been drinking. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. So his offense is even worse than her offense. Doesn't he, like she doesn't have an offense, right? You 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 left an older child to watch a younger child. This is shit that's happened since the beginning of fucking time. Um, like this is just this part of being a family unit. It's okay. It's okay. You're not in the wrong for that. Now. You're not even in the wrong for putting it on the internet. But my thing is, what are you going to fucking do about it? Mm-hmm. Like, like you're going to, you need to, look, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Like, if you have this issue, you need to, you need to have a, you're going to, you're going to find a backbone in about five years and leave this man. Possibly. It just sounds. Because it sounds like he's controlling and he's, yeah, he, he is totally shitty. he totally just double standards you. Yeah. He's he is a shitty guy. Mm-hmm. Um there are shitty guys out there. They're not all me. <laughs> okay. They're not all doing doing the right thing. Um so, you know, yeah, no, no, you're not an asshole. Um you know, it's get prepared to leave this guy. Cause I, yeah. I don't think this is getting any better. No. Kind of a couple of these guys, like, they're going to get left. Yeah. Like, like, there's a couple of relationships that are going on the outs here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you don't stop and listen to the other person in a relationship, like, when you're not, when you don't reciprocate respect to your partner and you don't, like, consider what they are saying because if they say it, it's important to them. Like, talking is exhausting. Mm. Especially for me. So if I say something, it's really important to me. And we do... We, we had a hard conversation, like, on the way to your dad's. We talked about shit. We went back and forth. We didn't yell at each other. It was nothing like that. So there's just ways of communicating that I feel a lot of couples don't want to do or have the maturity to do. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, a lot of these guys don't seem like they were have been – Um. They, they seem like they've been raised in two different eras. You know, okay. like, like I think um, I think a lot of uh, more modern guys have a lot of uh, uh, 
less aggressive tendencies than previous eras have. Mm-hmm. Um, which, ha- you know, it, it, every generation is a little less, less aggressive overall. Yeah, as long as we keep, keep ticking towards, like, like a, a better society and not, like, a not fall into, like, dystopian Yeah, yeah, we, we basically want Gen, Gen X. Yeah. That's all we need. We need Gen X. We went too far. <laughs> no, I we, think... We fucking... The, the, the pendulum swung way too fucking far the other way. We just need to go back to Gen X. Go back to Gen X and everything's good. You guys don't have feelings. No, we have great feelings. Like, we, we do feel. We just also know not that all that our feelings are our feelings and we can deal with that shit. We're not, we're, ne- we're never excused from our feelings. Okay, whatever. Yeah. We'll get to that one day. No, you, you guys should go to therapy. We've already established therapy is bullshit. No, you say that a lot. Because it is. I go to therapy. Because it's bullshit. No. It just makes you feel better. Yeah, so that's why you go to therapy. But you already know so you what they're going to tell you. You can feel better. Well, well, you can go talk to a tree. No, you have to have a reciprocant. To, to tell you what? Which you already know. No. A therapist has never said a thing to me th- that I didn't know. Okay, then you went to a bunch of parody bullshit therapists. What? What therapist ever think you do you think has said something to you that you don't already know? You might not want to believe it until another person tells you this, mm-hmm. and you paid this person a lot of money to tell you what you actually already know. You could talk to a tree and just come to a conclusion. <laughs> you, you literally can. A therapist is only going to tell you what you already know. You have a narcissistic parent, your 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 therapist is going to say, you have a narcissistic parent. Here are your options. Cut off ties to your parent or establish boundaries. If you cannot establish boundaries, you have to cut off ties to have a healthy relationship. Hmm. Uh, to have a healthier person, be a healthier person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it still helps having a person aspect and not a tree. I like trees. Not too much, I hope. Like, I don't mind cutting them down. <laughs> I like cutting them down. I, I hear their silent screams when the chainsaw rips into them. My God. Oh, okay. the last time you cut down a tree. It's been a minute. Yeah. I don't want you cutting down trees. Because logging is the most dangerous. Because logging, we have found out and we have known for a long time, is the most dangerous job probably in the world. In, in America, definitely. So, all right, um, let's wrap it up. Yeah, we're gonna go home and eat offspring's leftovers. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right, so uh, y'all be kind to each other. Uh, listen and take care of each other, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.